Hey, everybody. You're listening to Video Game Pharmacy with your host, Killian. Today, no, we're going to be it. talking about... <laughs> no, I'm digging it. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, okay. Oh, Reggie fils We're going to talk about maybe Game Pass is coming to Switch. We don't know yet. We're going to talk about the new Pokemon Direct. We're going to talk about Anthem's poor review scores. Why did they happen? What can be done to fix this? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll tell you. Um, so who's here with you? <laughs> well, I'm getting to that. Today, yeah, calm down, Zach. This is his show. Okay? Today, right, I'm joined bad. by Scott. Hi. Zach. Hey. And Dan. I won't be here for another five minutes or so, and then I'll come in through the door. Cool. Okay, cool. Thank you. And Killian, and me, our special guest, host. who has not only butchered our intro, but has <laughs> also made me want to start doing something. I know. I know. Me too. I know. I never thought about like actually being like, this is what we're going to talk about to keep you interested. Well, apparently you don't pay attention because Britton did that before. He's never done that. He has. I've never heard him do that. I can pull the episode for you. Like, I do actually, it. I have heard him do it. Well, hey, Killian, that was, that was really good. <laughs> that was Thank fantastic. You. I'm sorry for laughing in the beginning, but hey, guys, this is I your, loved it. Uh, this is your weekly dose of Dig Game News. Knowledge. Yeah, I Knowledge. said this is video game pharmacy, right? And trivia. Yeah. <laughs> you, did, yes. you did say it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So now here, here's the real intro. You know, we're going to pause here. The pharmacy is now open. Yo, what is up, you guys? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Video Game Pharmacy, your weekly dose of video game news, knowledge, and know-how. And I am here with my... I, I'm joking. I never stopped the recording, so okay. yours is still going to be the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that was just me doing it. <laughs> you took like a deep breath. I just wanted to freak you out. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was good. Okay, cool. Hey, Zach, yeah. speaking of trivia, yes, we had a question last week. We did. And I'm going to tell you what. Okay. I don't remember what it was. All right. But I know you do because I know you're great at keeping track of those kind of things. Can yes. I also say thank you, Killian, for being here? Yeah, thank you. Uh, Britton is no on problem. vacation. He is. He uh, said hi from... Disneyland. The Tiki Room. The Tiki Room. The is that what he specifically That's said? That's what he specifically said. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I was going to say Tiki Bar, but I know Britain doesn't really drink that much. So, I yeah. you know, He drinks kind of a Oh, he would he would go to the Tiki Bar to get a drink. He yeah. would, yeah. He like, would have a drink. That's the sort of experience that he'd be like, "Yeah, I'd like to go and get a drink. Maybe two, but you know, don't push that's it. That's it. Yeah, Britain is Britain is definitely a social drinker. But with his kiddos, why are we talking about this? I don't right know. Now? I don't know either. Because we want Britain here. Yeah, we do. We really all we're do. saying not is we me. don't really want Killian here. Yeah. We want Britain here. If we had a choice, Dad's not here. Yeah, but we had to make do with what we got. So, so. last week I asked, "What was the very first uh, Toys to Life video game?" Scott, you were here to answer. Yeah, Dan. Dan uh, was not I here. I wasn't here to answer. I know you, but I'm asking um, you if you have an answer oh, or what you think it was. The very first Toys to Life? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the obvious answer in my mind is Skylanders, I think. Okay. Uh, but I, I, that can't be true. So uh, I think everybody. Said I said Skylanders, Skylanders. yeah. Britain said Skylanders. Said Skylanders. <laughs> so yeah. the, the very first Toys to Life video game was UB Funkies. From what? 2007 to 2010. What, what? is that? UB, U.B, yeah. uh, Funkies, was the first game of this genre. is discontinued in 2010 and was worked on by Mattel, Arcadium, and Radica. It had multiple updates before it was discontinued. Almost every update had a portal, blah, blah, blah. So, huh. very first Toys of Life. Sounds like a great game. Wait, yeah. what about Neopets? Does that count? That's not Toys to Life. No. It was just virtual yeah. toys. Yeah. But... the. No, you got plushies of Neo, or not? Sorry, not yeah, Neo. But, but, Webkins, Webkins. Oh, okay. You remember Webkins? I don't. I so don't. Webkins, it was like these stuffed animals that you, 
um, would like get codes from and you'd be able to it was essentially like Neopets where you got these stuffed animals you would take the code and put them in the game and then you'd have them virtually as well yeah so I wonder when that when did that come out when are you did, looking I'll, I'll look it up I'll yeah look it up. I'm, I'm, cu- I'm actually curious you're probably still right but I mean we never guarantee that the trivia is right <laughs> released in so. 2005 ooh, ooh. Uh, is it technically a Toys to Life game? To be f- I, because there has there's like what two devices? There's a toy and then there's a portable device. That I'm not a h- video games. Oh, okay, so it was a game because this was just like a web browser type thing. So this wasn't like a disc. Or no, anything. it has to be a, like it's like a physical toy you put on a platform and then it goes into the game. Okay, so then this is just something stupid that I did at my church. Okay, so it's UB Funkies. Yeah, it's UB Funkies. It sounds like. Have you guys ever played a Toys to Life I, game? <laughs> I love how you also just admitted you're like, yeah, I don't know if it's actually right half the time. <laughs> I've, I'm said, just I've said that before as well. Like we're not always right, <laughs> and I think I think I've said giving you guys an answer and you guys like. No, that's not right. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm not perfect. Well, hey, we appreciate you, Zach. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate and that. And you know what yeah. we also appreciate? Who? Reggie fils <gasps> Ooh. Good segue. Thank you. Good segue. Um, so, yeah. Now it's not a good segue <laughs> because you pointed it out. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. But that's what you have to do when you see a good segue. Yeah, exactly. You have to let them know that it's a good segue. Mm-hmm. It's we like should, giving we a should dog talk a about this later. Okay, we'll, ta- we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I don't know if I agree. Well, let's talk about Reggie fils a little bit. Uh, first of all, uh, I, I mean, he's not dead. <laughs> he's alive and well. He is. well he's, he's, <laughs> oh, my God. He's going out on good terms. Um, for those of you who do not know, Reggie fils is the president of Nintendo of America currently still. For until April, bl- April 15th or 16th. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, 15, I think. I believe he's, he has been working with Nintendo for a very long it's time. Since 2003. Thank you. Since 2003. And then he's been president of Nintendo for, of America for uh, 13 years. So he has been a part of Nintendo's basically almost legacy. Like, the building up of Nintendo for a long, long time. Um, but he's not going out because he's in bad health or anything. He's all fine and well. Um, it's just time to retire. And <laughs> I, I think it's funny because his predecessor is a gentleman named Doug Bowser. Which is perfect. <laughs> which could not be any better. Uh, Doug Bowser is going to be his predecessor, um, which everyone... When everyone found this out, the memes just started flooding in. Yeah, I mean, apparently the guy like wears Bowser costumes mm-hmm. for Does Halloween. He? Yeah, nice. yeah, and, and like, I mean, what else is he gonna wear? He just embraces it. Back when they they had a video like introducing him, he had uh, stuff on his shelf with like Mario and Luigi tied up. Yeah. In the oh, did he really? Like, a bunch of Bowser minions in the background. That's awesome. That's okay. Really cool. I um I don't know too much about Doug Bowser. Um. I'm really hoping that uh, he's going to do a good job. I mean, he has a pretty pretty hefty legacy to kind of live up to well, um, um, when it comes to Reggie. I know the president of Nintendo. I forgot his name. Uh, but he, he definitely welcomed into the spot and says so he's looking forward uh, to working with him. To working with him and yeah. taking over. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I don't have my doubts at all. I'm, mm-hmm. He's been with the company for a long time. But uh, Reggie fils has not only just been the president of Nintendo, but he's kind of made his way into, like, pop culture, yeah, too. Yeah, he has. He's uh, definitely been at the forefront of memes. Uh, like, my body is ready. That's a good one. Um, well, oh, uh, 
another one is he even mentioned it, which was a Super Smash Brothers meme, which was a don't pull any Johns, uh, which for those of you who don't know, uh, there was a competitive Smash player named John. I don't remember his, his actual like in-game name, but he um, would always basically give bogus reasons to why he lost games in Smash. and Usually it was blamed on the controller. Yeah, it was blamed on the controller or lag or something like that. Um, and <laughs> he would always blame his controller or lag or whatever it was. And everyone just made up the meme, uh, don't pull any Johns. Well, that made its way all the way to Reggie fils And he even used it in a Nintendo Direct for Super Smash Brothers, And it was glorious. It's quite glorious. This man will be much missed. Do you guys have any uh, anything to say about Reggie? No. I mean, like, I, I didn't really know of the guy, really. Until, until recently. Until recently. Yeah. You know, not being a big Nintendo fan. But, you know, it was kind of sad, I guess, I, to have a, a staple go. Yes. I guess you know. for, for me... I have not typically kept until the last year or two. I've not really kept up with specific individuals in the video game industry in terms of like like people like Reggie, yeah, um, or uh, Todd Howard as an example as someone that I know a lot more about now than I did two years ago. Uh, but Reggie was one of the first that was a figure that I would recognize just like immediately. If yeah. I saw a picture of Reggie, it was yeah, Reggie. That was, was that was easy. He was sort of the face of Nintendo in at least in North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he absolutely was. Yeah. He was def he went to a lot of events too. Went to a lot of events, met a lot of fans. Um, he was like he he was the uncle that everyone had at Nintendo. Yeah. Like and like I mean I say that kind of as a joke, but like he had that kind of uh personality. That, that personality. Like yeah. if I feel like if I would have met Reggie somewhere, like I could have interacted with him like he were an uncle or something, which is super cool that he can give off that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Even when he's you know, I've primarily seen what he's done in things like Nintendo Directs, where it's a very, very manicured environment, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And well I think that's really cool. I think Reggie Fizeme, this will not be the last that we hear of him. Um I'm sure his memes will continue on as well as his legacy I mean, in Doug Bowser. I mean indeed, I don't think yeah, he's not gonna be completely disconnected no. from the gaming industry. We'll no, still hear not. hear things pop up. And, oh yeah. yeah. I'm sure Nintendo if they have like funny direct moments, I'm sure they'll have him on there. Yeah. Just to just to give a little uh little chuckle a little taste yes so, but anyway reggie we appreciate everything yep. you have done for nintendo we salute you good sir uh, have fun hanging out with your family and being retired from uh all of this nonsense that we call video games right so speaking of the switch yes we got a big announcement what what was this announcement that we got it was now announcement of pokemon <sighs> Sword oh, and po- Pokemon Shield. Shield. Yeah, there you go. So I the leaks know. weren't true. So if you guys didn't yeah. know, there was a, a leak screenshot for Pokemon King and Queen, which we kind of thought that was going to be the name of the next game. But no, it's called Pokemon Sword and Shield, which I think is a great name. I think is I think is a pretty good name. Um, I personally I just whatever. It's, it's not that they've run out of diamonds and. Uh, run out of gems <laughs> to name Pokemon games after. So they're uh, finally just moving on to uh, actual items, which I guess they kind of did with Sun and Moon, uh, to be fair. But yes, yeah, so today on February 27th was a Nintendo, mm-hmm. was a Pokemon Direct. Um, and it was seven minutes long, and they didn't give us a ton of information besides a little gameplay and different spectacles that you could see uh <laughs> 
bless you. That you could that they showed us, and they showed us the three starting Pokemon. Yep. And I know for me, I love the three starter Pokemon. Um, Same. I like them a lot. I, yeah, I do too. I really like their designs. Uh, I think they're. When I saw these three, I I immediately thought of old, um, old like art that uh, just artists on like DeviantArt or something would like draw. Yeah, yeah. As like a mock up Pokemon. Yeah. Just the big round heads. So, I I think they're really funny. Uh, I know me and Brooksy were kind of debating back and forth about the typings of these three. We're already looking way too deep into yeah. this. Yeah, I All mean, right. there's there's a lot of different things that they could do with the typings. Yeah, I know when the when the little water dude uh, yes. showed up out of the the water. What is it? My his, first thought was his oh name my is gosh, Sobble. That'd, be, that'd be so cool yeah. if it was Ghost type. And yeah. I, like I realize now, like, it's not going to be. Yeah. That or I mean maybe it, it could be. be. It could be. be, but I. I don't know. We were thinking uh, maybe like uh, water, water dark or, or water psychic. Mm-hmm. So that could be one. Did you so, see the uh, potential final evolution of Score Bunny? N- no, dude. It's been out for less than a day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so people are already making concept. Killian's art. diving into it. Um, what are the names of these three, real fast? So they named them uh, the monkey grass type. It is named Grookey. Okay. Uh, the the fire bunny is called score bunny. Uh-huh. And kind of lazy. And then the water types. The water type is sable. Sable. Okay. Cool. Sobble. I I honestly like all three of them, which is mm-hmm. a rare occasion for yeah, me. Like I all remember. Three starters. I remember with with Gen Six. I don't know what it was. Like I couldn't tell you why, but I just wasn't excited about those three starters. Nope. And like Rallo was my favorite, but not because Rallo was amazing for me or anything. Just because like Litten felt underwhelming and popular looked so goofy i love and like well, yeah and in now that now that i've had time to sit with it like yeah. I'm, I'm better with them and also pre-marina ended up being super cool so yeah. it, you know it 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 came out all right in the end but i understand um, what you're saying yeah. though about the the starters in that game being mm-hmm. underwhelming a lot honestly in my opinion a lot of the pokemon and sentiment were a little underwhelming the whole game was yeah I, I'm just going to be yeah. honest, straight honest. Yeah. I I wasn't really happy with how Sun and Moon turned out. Um, yeah i I wanted to I wanted to like it a lot, and there were f- not very many attributes that, in the end, I felt like measured up. I guess. Yeah. Like I liked the story. It was okay. And yeah. then, was, and then, in retrospect, the story was all right. Yeah. It was made worse by the way they did cutscenes. Like, oh, I really hope that they get away from the like take ten steps and then cutscene and then. Six more steps and then another cutscene. Yeah. Like just give me give me those four cutscenes you're gonna stack like that. Yeah. Just put them all in one place. Yeah. Walk my person to the next area. Like that's fine. Look, I'm okay with that. I'm here to catch Pokemon and not play a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> okay. I would I would be okay with it if they cleaned up some of the messiness around stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They're their games targeted for kids in terms of their difficulty and the way that they're marketed. And that's fine. Like, I, I get that. But they shouldn't have a compli- complicated story that gives you a million <laughs> yeah. cutscenes like Final Fantasy. Yeah. That's not what you're going with, Pokemon. I think they could have managed the story with less cutscenes. I yeah. think that they could have put a lot of the stuff together into one go. But Just 
Give me Jim's back. That's all I want. We got Jim's back. We got Jim's back. Yeah. Yes. They, they talked about it in the trailer. Yep. Yep. Also, the the region being based on the UK. Uh-huh. I'm excited about that. Yes. So the, the sword and shield, like that makes sense. Yeah. I, I like the whole like the War of the Roses thing. Like I don't know if that's what they're going for, but that like I got a little bit of that. It works. I think that's cool. It works. So they have a new region uh-huh. called the Gala region. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's being developed by Game Freak. Which Again, I guess is made as always. Yeah, all the since, games. since the beginning, I yep. believe since yep. yellow, yellow. It's uh, always mm-hmm. been. Yep. It's always been Game Freak um, Creatures Inc. I think is what the it was. Um, Nintendo and Game Freak and Creatures Inc. in the very first games, and then I don't know if Creatures Inc. got like worked into Game Freak or what exactly went on with that. But I know now it's there's the Pokemon Company, which is just a formalized union of those. Th- companies of those studios working on pokemon yeah what were some some other stuff noticeable stuff that we got from the trailer we got uh we got gyms back it looked like they're kind of doing it almost like a coliseum setting when you go into a gym yeah that the graphics looked really good yeah like so let's go let's go pikachu and let's go eevee were what they they were like pokemon go tier graphics that was that was what they were aiming for yeah and so you could see that like okay these games will look good that's cool, uh, but they were you know they weren't anything special beyond that. But these ones, like you, you got to see some battle animations of Pokemon doing some cool stuff. Yeah, you know the easily the best animations that we've had since like a console game like Colosseum, which you know th- that I think that's a great step up. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see that happen. I'm really um, excited. The I think the only other mechanic that was super clear through the video um, is that we do still have wild pokemon battles the way they've traditionally been done good so i had a well i had a i had a hope right that the let's go uh pikachu and eevee model where the pokemon were actual like physical sprites on the oh, map and you can see what one that you can you. like yeah. run into them deliberately i was hoping that we might see that yeah and i I'm was a too. little sad that we don't have that because just random encounters are a little I don't know. Yeah, I'm not as big a fan of that. It can be frustrating but, when you're trying to catch a specific Pokemon. Right. Yeah. But uh, that's a. I mean, that's a minor thing. I agree it with was, you. That was a hope, not something I expected. I agree with you, but God, I'm glad they went away from the whole oh, just they, catching they, Pokemon. They thing. were never going to go just to that. The, I, the wild battle format. I, yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. Um, it's it was mostly the method of encounter that I was hoping for the improvement. But oh yeah, that's a little thing. So um, there's I'm, a lot of different environments. Which yes, really cool. yeah. they looked really good. The Forest, region is huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. forest, desert. Uh, what else? And, Tundras. Super. It, yeah. it looks super clean. And then the other thing that stuck out to me. It looks like Zach has something to say. So I'll let you get to that in a second. Kay. The other thing that stuck out to me is that the the design of the different. Uh, trainers like the people in the world mm-hmm. uh, looked a lot more detailed than it has in you know the last couple of games on the 3ds, yeah. which I'm excited. Yeah, about. It looks like they're actual like yeah, it's not just this copy is, and paste. This is Ace Trainer 35 that you run into this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. What about what What about you, Zach? What did you like about the trailer? I was what did you have to say? I was going to ask you guys. Yes, because uh, I up until this point I never I played Pokemon games here and there, but they never mm-hmm. got me. Yeah. Uh, were you ever able to like? choose who or how you want to play your character customize them or design them the so, way you want not before or you in, guys have a person and you play as them in gen 6 and gen 7 they mm-hmm. had some character customization options 
that mostly <sighs> boiled down to what clothes yeah. are you wearing and what is your like your hairstyle. Um, yeah. I think in in Gen Seven they had. Like hairstyle, hair color. You could change your eye color throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were a couple other things. But <laughs> your eyes just molded throughout well, the no, game. Like color, color no, contacts, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah so um, in that sense, that's a relatively new addition to the series. But yeah. it's one that stuck around between generations, which is not common for things that they add. Yeah. So um, I would expect to see some level of character customization that way, even if it's just clothing. But yeah, I, it would, I mean, it I'd would be surprise me that. if there weren't. In terms of like how you play the character, though, you're you don't have a whole lot of like there aren't like big choices to make plot wise. Yeah. You go from one thing to the next. Yeah, really plot just, wise, yeah. plot wise, I'm not expecting a lot, but uh, I think it's kind of like this is the first Pokemon game besides like uh, Pokemon Go, which I mean, you can't really mm, it's just different, yeah. different um, that I actually <sighs> really really want to play. Like yeah. I kind of want to play Let's Go because of the aesthetics and like the, the mm-hmm. art style of the game. I'll let you borrow it. <laughs> yeah, but because I'm not because it. of the simplicity and like the things I've heard, never really like pulled the trigger on it. But, yeah, but this I really want to play. Cool. Yeah, I mean it'd be it might be worth it for you to give Pokemon Let's Go a try just to get into um, it. Just because yeah, the it the difference between Pokemon Go and like a regular franchise game, there's a lot, right? And it's not that you couldn't make the jump, but Let's Go is a kind of a, a middle point. And that's part of what they released it to do, I think, is to pull the Let's Go crowd onto the console and say, hey, come check this out. Was this fun? Did you enjoy this? Well, we have this other game here now, a year from now, that maybe you'll enjoy more. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I mean, this isn't uh, being like uh, conflict or anything, but I jumped into Monster Hunter. And and that game was pretty pretty deep and pretty intense. So I'm yeah. probably not gonna get Let's Go, and I'll probably just hop in. There. I'll yeah, I'll let you like I said. I'll let you borrow Let's Go. You can play it all you want. Yeah. I'm not playing it. Um, but what about you, Killen? What did you like about the trailer? I want to hear what what you got to what you kind of soaked in from it, and what were your favorite aspects or things you didn't like. Well, I mean, there's really just one thing that I'm hoping for in the yeah. game, which is I hope the world is more lively. Okay. Like there's more, I feel like in other Pokemon games, like the people and the Pokemon are just kind of static that you run into yeah. in the towns. I'm yes. hoping that there's more interaction between them. I'm kind of scared, though, because in the trailer, you didn't really see anybody else. Yeah. Well, well I mean, you, just see the, you just see the character, right? There's a couple. But there, you saw a, a few couple other. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that would, that's why I am at least hoping that from the looks of the trailer that most NPCs in the world that aren't, you know, significant characters, but just like the regular people in the world, I'm hoping that they do have the greater detail of individual design. Yeah. Because um, that, that was a little, that's a little immersion breaking in Pokemon when you run into the same exact trainer sprite for like 10 or 15 different trainers throughout the game. Yeah, like bug catcher Joey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. This is bug catcher Tommy, <laughs> uh, bug catcher uh, Frankie. Yeah, no, I completely understand. What else? Hit me, hit me with your thoughts, Killian. I want to hear your voice. Um, I really liked the water type. <laughs> I thought he was really cute. Oh, good. Yeah, that's I, okay. yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, I am really excited to see this this bunny. Yeah, because. I don't know the the last fire starter just didn't do it for me, and I yeah. typically I like the fire starters a lot, which is ironic because it made it into Smash over like a billion other better yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> IMO. Yeah, although I mean, I may not like Incineroar that much myself. He makes sense in a fighting game, though. He's literally a luchador. Like, I don't know. 
You I, thought, know, I thought that was a reasonable. You want to know what people don't want to see? Another firefighting type. Yeah, I'm. I'm with no one. I'm with people on that. We've had a lot of firefighting starters. <sighs> I'm crossing my fingers. Uh-huh. Not. I'm, I'm not gonna like hold my breath for it. But a fire electric type would be super cool. Oh, cool. you want to? We hear. haven't had that yet, and like the whole like energetic bunny thing. Mm-hmm. It leaves me hopeful. Yeah. You want to hear a rumor? Sure. Yeah. It might there. be uh, fire flying. Huh. I guess. Which seems ears. weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. what I kind of speculated is I feel like it could be a fire ground. Mm-hmm. Because and- the whole like giant feet thing could like make earthquakes and stuff like that happen. So- Although we've already had a ground-themed bunny. I know, but I'm just kind of thinking outside the box. We've also had a lot of monkeys. It could, it yeah. could also be a purifier. Even. Like, yeah, we it's haven't, possible. I don't think we've had a final evolution be a single type for a few generations now. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been a hot but second, for sure. They could do that. I mean, none of, none of these starters immediately seem to need a second typing, right? The, like when you have Char- Charmander didn't need a second typing, but then when it became Charizard, like, yeah, of course it had flying. Yeah, because it had wings. Um, uh, Tempig have... was the last one, the last fire that was just all fire, which was, what, Gen 4, I believe? Was it? Yeah, I believe Tep because it, it was uh, Tepig... I want to say Tepig that was that, Okay, that was Gen Chespin. 5. Five. Oh, okay, there. And yeah. I thought... That Embor was one of the several firefighting. Yeah, Embor is firefighting. Is he? Yeah. Are you sure? Yep. Just looked it up <laughs> to be sure. What did I see? I because I was just looking at all the starters and what their typings were, and I remember seeing one that was just fire, and I know it was past Senequil because I know Senequil is just all fire, but that was Gen two. Uh, Septile was pure grass in uh-huh. Gen three. Um, what was pure fire though? Pure fire. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're. I think I think it was uh, Cyndaquil. I think it was Typhlosion. Yeah, Cyndaquil. Wow, really? Typhlosion. Dang, that yeah. was forever ago. Then, all right. Well, maybe I'm just thinking too much into it. I'm excited to see what they come up with. Everything I saw from the trailer, even though it wasn't too much information, it gave me enough to kind of really um, dig in deep and be okay with this game and speculate mm-hmm. yeah i i'm hoping it's the game that sun and moon could have been and i'm hoping it's the game that let's go isn't yeah um so the, the release date we didn't get an official release nope. date late but 2019. late 2019 uh pokemon games for a few generations now have always released in like the third week of uh november yes. so i would expect to see a release date between let me go to November on my calendar real quick. I would expect to see a release date between Sunday, November 17, and Saturday, November 23. Okay. I believe Tuesday has frequently been a release day, mm-hmm. so that'd be November 19, but it could be a Thursday or Friday as I well. I wonder if they do that happen. on purpose or if it's just, just well, happens it's, it's to be that. It's time for holiday sales. Fair enough. And that's okay. something that I think, I think it's from a marketing angle. Pokemon is one of the most <clears throat> profitable games to release in in gaming, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Every single year that they release a Pokemon game, it just prints money. That's true. And you want to do that at the holidays. It's a yeah. perfect holiday gift. You I know? mean, even Let's Go sold really well. Yep. All things considered. Uh, yep. Um, okay, well, moving on from that. Uh, but before we move on from that, uh, today is also a very special day as well. Um, because it is Pokemon Day. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. kind of correlates with this whole Nintendo Direct. In 1996, Pokemon 
Red, uh, Red and Blue came out in the U.S., which was our first Pokemon game of all time. So that was very exciting. So hey, happy uh, Pokemon Thanks Day, guys! Back. It does honestly. Yeah. I remember playing it with my uh, my sister I, back in the day. I remember playing Pokemon Red. It was the first thing that I can remember <laughs> where I like I had my Game Boy and yeah. I had that and I had a flashlight and I would play <sighs> yes. under the covers in my yep. room and like i had the room that was under the stairs and my parents room was upstairs so oh uh, you had a they, harry potter room yeah well it was technically it was next to the stairs but oh, okay whatever. so i could hear all the creaks in the house and i yeah. knew where people were yeah. at all times essentially so, so someone, like, come if they downstairs, were going to come down the stairs like, hide it. i had plenty of time <laughs> yeah did you guys that. have that attachable like the flashlight i did yep. i absolutely yeah. did. I had two versions of that because there was like the attachable one yeah that was just like the little like wire thing and yeah. i had one that went over the top and like clipped on and it had a magnifying screen too. Oh, okay. So you could like see it better. Yeah, I didn't have that one. I had the little light that would like plug into the side port, mm-hmm. and uh, I would play blue on my my Game Boy. Uh, my, was it? Yeah, I had a Game Boy Color yeah. at the time. And uh, yep, I had the transparent purple one. Oh, I had the uh, Pokemon one. Did you? Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Well, if only you still had it. I think I do. Well, if it's in good condition, you might be able to actually get money for it. Um, did but you, yeah, everyone, happy Pokemon Day. Yeah. What, what's up, Zach? Did you guys ever own a Pokedex? No. Yes. Yeah. He did. I, I did. still have but one. Do you? Really? I have no idea what happened to mine. You should yep. pull it out sometime. Okay. I think I like It the, still works. The, works. <laughs> the Pokedex, it works. It works? Yeah, yeah. it works. Hey. Yeah, all right. So. Yeah, you should bring it out. We'll okay. have flashbacks. <laughs> You'll have flashbacks from playing Pokemon when you didn't play Pokemon. Yeah, I know. I'm actually surprised I had one. Cool. <laughs> you never, because you never played Pokemon. Not hardcore. Like I picked it up. I never, I never played it. Was never into. No one, adults. no one ever played it hardcore until they become an adult. I I played Pokemon because I love Pokemon. Period. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think we have a lot to look forward to. Um, hopefully, we'll be getting more information here soon. Kind of trying to stay away from. Uh, all the news in this game. I kind of want to go in with fresh eyes for it, but I I am, feel like my I'm curiosity will like myself that. Yeah. And I can maintain that for a lot of things. My it's curiosity not, will kill me. Pokemon. I'm just going to accept that I'm going to know more about this game than I would like to going in and that's okay by me. I'm going okay. to do my best to avoid everything that I can. Yeah. yeah. I am. The only game that I've ever like ne- that I can't control myself with it with is Smash. Fair enough. I mean, I, which they kind of announced literally everything all at once, so mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't really give you a choice yeah. there. Yeah, I will say I we got more out of this Pokemon Direct than I thought we would. Yeah. I was expecting because it was a seven minute Direct, right? So yeah. I was I was expecting probably four or five minutes of just kind of a state of the Pokemon world, mm-hmm. uh, and but they gave us like everything games, about this, and then like maybe a one minute quick thing on hey we have games coming up in the Gala region logos and yeah then boom. You know, that's what I was expecting. But so they give us a full-on I am, trailer. I'm happy to get quite a bit more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I a lot. Of, I can see why people were disappointed, but at the same time, I feel like you're exactly right. What yeah. they could have, what they could have announced, maybe a mystery dungeon, some re-releases mm-hmm. of Gen. Yeah, what, I mean, uh, we're going to see Gen three hitting something. Yeah, at some point exactly. I'm sure. And then, of course, a couple logos at the end. But no, they gave yeah. us a new region, new starters, actual gameplay footage. Um. Yeah, and the name. Yeah, gameplay footage was really surprising. Yeah, yeah. that actually surprised me too. I thought yeah. maybe we would just get the three Although starters. It makes sense though. They were potentially working on it for a release last year at one point in the development cycle, and then I think that they just decided they wanted that extra year to polish it for 
a full release on the Switch later. Yeah. I'm pretty sure which, they're using the same engine that they use for Let's Go, so they already had the basically yeah. the groundwork laid out for them. I mean, it still looks great though. I'll, oh, I mean, absolutely. I'll have to I'll have to look into that because I I think you're right, but I think I've seen. In other interviews, they've talked a little bit about stuff like that, like the engine that they were working with. So, well, but we can talk about that another time. Exactly. We'll we'll definitely be getting more Pokemon news, and we will definitely mm-hmm. be bringing it to you guys when is the, it comes out. Is the Pokemon company like? Are they ones to basically like release like new game trailers and footage and stuff as no. the time goes on, or just all of a sudden it'll be here? Um, uh, um I don't want to say no. It, it's kind of a hit or miss for them because they. They'll normally release like articles the, yeah. more than anything, more than videos. No, they they do videos. They oh, I'm not saying they don't, yeah. but what I'm saying is that like the next Nintendo Direct we have, yeah. we might have like a small little blip of something, mm-hmm. um, but it, it'll be stuff that we've either a have already seen before, and like maybe the next evolution of the starters, or here's five new Pokemon from the new generation, or yeah. something like that. Because like for example, with like EA and Anthem, like we've seen. Gameplay footage, demos, yeah, there, all all these tra- another, all these trailers and stuff. There'll be another few trailers along the way. There, I feel like they usually do four or five. It'll uh, just be little least. things, yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be like it'll be like stuff we've already seen, and then one yeah. really big thing. Yeah. So like the legendary, or here's a bit of the story, or something like that. Yeah. But that's yeah. kind of how they keep that's, you hyped. It's up. really interesting the art that we have for the logos. Yeah. There's no indication of anything about legendary except yep. that little wolf thing. Yeah, but it's for both which of is them. Really interesting to me, and I'm excited to see what that means. Someone said the legendary is going to be a Age of Slash or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Brooks say that? Yeah, that's what Brooks said. He said it's going to be Age of Slash. Yeah. So, but hey. uh like I said, we're segwaying out of Pokemon now, Zach. I'm really excited. I think this is a game that we all can play. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's gonna game we'll of the year material, and we'll have a little spoiler guest. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when it comes out. Yeah. Um. So, which one of you guys has uh, played Anthem or seen it or done? It? I have not literally looked at anything besides the first E3, E3 trailer that they dropped for it. Haven't watched any gameplay of it. Haven't seen any Kelly, reviews for it. Stories? Is yeah, I did it. I mean, I've seen some gameplay of it. Okay. I was mainly just putting it out there just to talk about EA mm-hmm. and their sort of don't, strat- not, their strategy. No, 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 don't say the word EA. Don't yeah, say the word EA. I promise, I promise I won't go off on okay. I think about there's, EA. It's like, it just goes to show that their strategy might need some work because it seems like they were trying to put out a loot shooter to compete with Destiny, but they took so long to put it out that nobody's interested in it anymore. Yeah. So I think... I, I read something about this, and I wish I had the article up because uh, I would I would want to give credit for this. But essentially, uh, the argument was that with the surprise out of nowhere success of Apex Legends, uh, that has hobbled Anthem in in a, to a reasonable extent that. Un, it, it's unfortunate that they didn't anticipate it for them because right they have they have Apex Legends mm-hmm. and they have Anthem. And then I believe it's Battlefield has Battlefield an entry. Battlefield is going to have a Battle right, Royale and mode. so the the three games have some overlap in their fan base. So it looks like EA put a lot of their weight and their their marketing behind Anthem and Battlefield, like they often do. And then Apex Legends comes out, and it's free to play, and it's immensely popular, like so incredibly popular. Fortnite tier splash, and boom, more popular than anything else out there, at least for some time, and. That is 
that's shooting themselves in the foot because they didn't put anything behind this game. They basically they backed the wrong horse in this one, which yeah, that sucks for them. And that's <clears throat> I think that there's not a lot you can do when you're a company as big as EA that has so many different things that you're publishing. Sometimes you're just going to not make the right call. And so in that respect, I think Apex Legends has made Anthem's entrance into the gaming world harder than it needed to be. I mean, mm-hmm. on the contrary, though, I, I think they're two different games. So I, I feel like Apex didn't have like a giant impact on it. But I feel like everything else that they did to try and promote this game kind of like threw it off its course. So they mm-hmm. had uh, kind of like a really bad like promotional streams that were really buggy. The demo was really bad. Uh, the release dates were really wonky. So if you mm-hmm. bought it early, get early access. But then it releases like a few days later and so on and so forth. And then when the game originally launches or launch. It's, uh, yeah, it's not even yeah, in great shape. Like there's still ready. bugs. Yeah, yeah. has yeah. a ton of bugs and a ton of issues. And then I heard this is filled with mic- microtransactions. It sounds yeah. like uh, Fallout 76 all over again. Minus some mm-hmm. microtransactions. And but... you'd think by this point we have so many failed games or big AAA games that just tanked mm-hmm. that you'd think they would learn their lesson know not to put it out. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is this game even had a beta. So it did the same thing that 76 did where it had a beta they knew that they had problems with the game, but instead of just being like, okay, guys, we, we hear what you're saying. We're going to have to push the game back a couple months. They didn't. They're like, okay, we heard all these bugs. We'll fix it, but we're still going to release it. Yeah. I think a lot of Absolutely. betas tend to just be marketing, basically. It is, they yeah. Aren't, they aren't there to actually fix the game. They're just there to give you a taste and then put yeah. it out no matter what. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like instead of putting out a demo and getting people hyped for it, they put out a beta and then you feel special because you're like, oh, well, I can help make this game good, but then the developers don't do anything with the information they're given, and it just blows them in the face. And you're right. I think having a game come out like um, Apex Legends... It it just just, took the problems that this presents for it and mm -hmm. makes them even worse. Because why would you bother playing Anthem? And you have to pay for a $60 game. piece of garbage that you have to pay for when... Mm -hmm. You can just jump over to Apex Legends mm-hmm. for free. Which is only slightly buggy. Yeah. Which is, yeah. But like it's a free game. Yeah. Yeah. I would I play games that are free that are incredibly buggy and they're so much fun. Mm-hmm. I can forgive bugs if I if my entire like if purchasing you didn't process was going to their website and hitting download. Yeah, like, exactly. That's fine. To be fair, on their part though, they no one knew that a, a, another battle royale would blow yeah, up. And that's and that's not that's why I wanna like <laughs> I I'm not faulting EA for not yeah. anticipating Apex Legends. It was, I mean, Apex Legends, if I'm not mistaken, they announced they were releasing Apex Legends like a couple weeks before. A couple days before. Yeah, a couple wasn't days it? before yeah. the game actually so, like, released. So, how are they going to predict that? Yeah, exactly. And it just happened to be really and good. And I heard that it was mainly like a side project in Respawn. It was because they canceled um, Titanfall 3. Yeah. So, this yeah, was we like talked their... about that before, I think, where yeah. essentially they. The resources they were using to make Titanfall 3, they realized that Titanfall 3, if they tried to make it now, wasn't going to be as good as they wanted it to be. So they, so they shelved it. it and they said, we're going to make this later when we have better technology. So all the stuff we've done is now. Here's here's a free game. <laughs> so yeah. and it worked out. I have a theoretical uh-huh. for you. Hit me with it. Let's replace the release of Anthem with uh-huh. the release of Destiny 1. Do, do you still have the same outcome? What do you mean? I Say, guess you have to be more specific. Instead of 
like Anthem's timeline a release? Uh-huh. Are you saying would Apex take away from the sales of Destiny? Yeah. Oh, oh it, okay. So if you had a exactly. really successful game like Destiny yeah. and have Apex come out at the same time, I yeah, think, same schedule, but instead of Anthem, you have Destiny. Okay. Does the same thing still would, happen? I think it would impact a little bit. Yeah. More in terms of the lasting effects. Because Apex Legends is the sort of free to, free to play games you just jump on and play kind of whenever, right? Mm-hmm. And Destiny and Anthem and all the the looter shooter genre as it exists today, um, they're kind of pushing the games as a service angle mm-hmm. that you see in MOBAs and MMOs and whatnot. And so, in order for that to succeed, you need people to keep playing it for an extended period of time, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where Apex Legends is going to make things a little bit harder for something like Destiny, if they would have released at the same time. Uh, because both are games that you play every day, mm-hmm. and those compete for gamers' time. You can really only have one of those as a gamer, maybe two. But as, as a company that's trying to court those gamers, you want someone to spend all their time and money in your game, not someone else's. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that being said, I think I think you make a good point that Destiny still probably would have sold about the same amount uh, with a game like Apex Legends competing with it. I think that has a lot to do with how well received Destiny was compared to Anthem. That's also true. Yeah, yeah. I I know I I can tell you from playing something like Apex Legends. You know, you can only play so much before you're like, okay, well, I'm time. It's time to take a step back. And mm-hmm. then playing Destiny when it first came out. It was such a revolutionary game. It was. And it, was it, huge. it had a great story. It had great combat. It had, um, it was just fun. It was different. It was different and it was, it was fun. Yep. So, Killian's giving me some weird looks right it now. It was. I disagree entirely well, about the story. Well, no, no, no. It, w- it changes okay. over the course of the game. Yeah. What I'm saying is it was a good story. Yes. Um, versus like what I'm hearing with Ansem, the, the story is very mediocre. Um, so, Basically, what I'm saying is that when it comes to Apex Legends and Destiny coming around the same time, I don't think Destiny would get super hurt by it. Um, now, another thing to consider, though, when Destiny launched, there weren't other games much like it. No, but so what he's saying is, there, if it was to come out some, the same time, right? But there was there were some flaws with Destiny. I think, is, as I recall, there were things that weren't oh, yeah. great about Destiny. Absolutely, yeah, in, but in they were a genre. They were a, a company that was encountering the problems with the genre firsthand. And so by the the end of Destiny's life cycle, they'd solved most of that. And that's where I think Anthem has an additional level of disadvantage is that it's it's got so many examples now of games that have done what it's trying to do uh, and where they've gone wrong and what they did to fix that. So you would hope that a game like Anthem would then learn from all of those mistakes. And from, from what I've heard, it, hasn't it's like it's like those games didn't exist or something as far as what it's decided to try and do i think a problem with games now especially triple a games is that they think they're gonna they they promise these big expectations and they provide them but it's not anything that's really mine like you know flying around a huge open world is pretty awesome Mm -hmm. but when you don't listen when you have a beta and you don't listen to the people who are reporting problems and you just don't do anything about it, then it's just going to blow up in your face. And unfortunately, too many AAA games are relying on that aspect of yep. having a beta, um, getting feedback, and not acting on it, and then just letting their game blow up in their face. When you do it wrong and know you're doing it wrong, but yeah. yet you still release it, you know, expecting people to buy it. 
Yeah, exactly. You're just preying off people to just buy your game because. Yep. Because you're EA or because you're Nintendo or because you're Microsoft. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. it's really frustrating to see. I was really excited for Anthem when it came out. Well, when it was announced, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. looks super cool. It looks super clean. And then the more I didn't hear about it, I started forgetting about it. And then I didn't even realize the game was soon to come out before some people at work said that the beta came out and asked me if I was trying it. I it was like, seemed like no. EA started to like press the brakes on yeah. marketing yeah, once exactly. they realized that it was, you know, that reception of it wasn't going to look good. Exactly. But then they released it anyway and they released a buggy mess, which. Yeah. Too many game developers are doing nowadays, and it, something needs to change. Yeah, I think it's just because the game industry makes enough money now. It's worth do it. It's it's worth it for someone who wants to make money to look at the game industry and say, how can we maximize profits and minimize costs? Yep. And that's what you see happening in AAA game companies. And the problem is that in the past, all of these companies have had. You know, gamers in charge essentially. Yeah, most steps along the way. But as time goes by, you get people who are businessmen, right, Mm -hmm. or business people in these positions of power. You get uh, marketers who are there to market something to make the maximum profit, not find the people who this game is going to be a great game. Seems like what EA has become with right, and that's and that's what I'm saying. EA is is far from the only company that is guilty of this. I mean, Activision Blizzard. Yeah, uh, you you've got Ubisoft has has kind of been like this at times. Uh, Basically, any triple A company, it's not it's not headed by gamers anymore, right? Or at least not purely. And that's where that's where a lot of this stuff comes to a head. You know, the the bottom line is the important thing for certain people at certain places in the company. And so, this game maybe the, maybe Anthem would have been better if they waited six months, worked out all the bugs, worked out like yeah. this story isn't quite where we want it to be. What if we could fix it? But the bottom line doesn't support that. Yeah, I can't wait. I I can't wait till sometime in the future where there's pushback either from within industry. If, like, say, I mean, there is a union within the gaming industry or from the consumer base, there's pushback on these games that are, you know, being released. I mean, there started to be, you know. I there so is. like, But it's not stopping we, them, you know We I mean? joke about me going on about EA and them being awful and all that, but yeah. I, I don't buy or play EA games at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't want to support the things that they do. Yeah. Apex Legends is free, sure, but it's got the EA tag on it, which means that if I make, if I do anything with Apex Legends... And they make money from it somehow. Like, there I am supporting EA again. Yeah. I don't want to do that. And I'm at this point, I'm not the only person that I've talked to that does that now. Like, I just I, I run into people who do the same thing. Don't they don't consume EA products? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's that's the beginnings of it. You know that yep. that's that's kind of what you're talking about. Pushback from the so, consumers. So Anthem on Metacritic, uh, its meta score is sixty. And then its user score is four point five. You can't really trust user score on Metacritic though. No, to be you, fair, you can't. Yeah, but you know, if a game's good, we'll probably have good ratings. Yeah, yeah. It it's gotten to the point where I feel like I can't even buy a brand new game anymore. Yeah, like, you gotten burnt a couple times. Yeah, I've gotten so burned a couple times, mm-hmm. so I'm done buying games. Yeah. I bought I bought a, the new Civ expansion, which is great though. I it will suggest is. the Civ expansion. I know I've been oh. wa- I've been wanting to download it and Do it. get it started oh, so I can so start big. playing. To be fair though, Civ is a definitely a game franchise where you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. with, with something like is, Anthem, 
this is their typical second expansion. This is yep. what they did with Civ Five and Civ Four. The second expansion they release is the thing that makes it the complete game and like the best version of the current yeah. game. They and overhauled it. In this case, I mean, I guess time will tell. Uh, yeah. I think Civ Six is now like officially just better than Civ Five. There yeah. are a lot of people who are kind of holding <laughs> on to Civ Five. Well, but. hey, I don't mean to get off topic here, but uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on here real fast. We could talk about Civ for the rest of the episode, we could. but I want to I want to touch on just quickly touch on this. It's something that we kind of talked about um, a couple episodes ago about how Xbox Game Pass is coming or Xbox Live is coming to the Switch. Yes, so. Uh, how the X basically the, the title of this article that we linked is how Xbox Game Pass on Switch will benefit Microsoft, Nintendo, and players. Mm-hmm. So, have you guys? Uh, we like I said, we kind of talked about it we a did, little bit. Yeah, and but this ru- this seems like it's not really a rumor anymore. This seems like this it's is happening, happening, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, it is. This is something that none of us saw coming. Like, why would you ever see an Xbox and Nintendo together? Well, and that's the thing because. All in the past, it's all been hard hardware expansions and then network expansions across PC and Xbox for Microsoft. But now yep. they're going the software route. They're branching out. They're branching out. And so along with the Game Pass coming to the Switch, it's rumored uh, Ori and the Blind Forest and Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Which I think would do... Or both of those games would do great on the Switch. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The Switch indie games constantly outsell their you know, uh-huh. Steam counterparts. I, I've, I have heard... That they might be bringing Halo as well to the Switch. I well, feel I don't know things, about that. One of the things that I read about, and I don't remember, this may have just been a rumor, but mm-hmm. uh, the concept of playing basically any game using the Switch using streaming technology, right? So playing a game using your Switch as a controller, and it's your Switch is not doing all of the the calculations for whatever's going on. It's sending information to another machine that's doing that and then that's sending information back right this is how like steam big picture works essentially is you can play on your tv but it's you know going back and forth between your your steam box and the computer whatever someone uh, i probably butchered the explanation of how that works but uh the basic idea being that then they don't have to release something like halo on the switch you can just play halo because it's you know, your Switch's controllers are sending a signal indirectly through to something else that's running Halo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is cool. Well, I think that this is definitely a good step um, because it, it seems like they wanted, they're kind of talking about doing like cross-platform stuff, which they already have started with Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm reading in this article that they're talking about like doing it with Minecraft and stuff like that. Um, which I think is a good idea because yeah. Sony has been so reluctant to do anything. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They don't want to have any part of that because it, they don't in in their mind they don't want to make their competitors money. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is when it comes down to it, both of these companies they want more money, and Microsoft would be getting it because you're getting more people who don't own Xbox to buy Game Pass for their Switch, and then Nintendo's making money because. People who don't want to buy an Xbox will still buy a Switch, and they're like, oh, I can play Xbox games on it. Yeah. So either way, both companies are making tons of money, and the people who really win are us. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're- I'm, I'm a little surprised to see 
Nintendo, I guess, working with this? Because I have yeah. to assume it they have to be working with Microsoft. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But not yeah. like it's not like a surprise in terms of like is Nintendo open to this sort of thing. It's just mm-hmm. Nintendo is typically very Nintendo centric. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Uh, Even yeah. the past like but, two years, we've seen a lot of third parties coming into the picture. You mm-hmm. know, like so, Ubisoft. Yeah. Yep. But my Microsoft in in this like Microsoft is really impressing me over uh-huh. the last few years. Yeah, that they're just they're they're reaching out. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to be inclusive in a lot of different ways yep. uh, as as a company. Like this is this is a way that Microsoft says, "Hey, do you want to play games your way?" Yeah, cool. We'll help you do that. Yeah, I, right? I've I've heard little rumors that they might not make consoles anymore, and they might just stick to making games. I but heard that uh, their next console might just be a streaming yeah. box, so that yeah. you would just and plug stream. in and play games. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they said that before, but we'll see if that yeah. actually happens. Yeah, there's been a lot of rumors coming out of Microsoft, as always. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, this seems like something that is going to be an actual thing. Xbox games on the Switch. Yeah. On Nintendo, it's gonna be weird. It's Nintendo gonna be really weird. consoles. That that swing, that logo that pops up when you... I know, right? Yeah. Do you remember back in the day when the old Xbox... like The glowing I, X? The little glowing X and then oh, the, like, the little goo that would be like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. What if you saw that on a Nintendo console? I, you you would lose it. I would. Yeah. I absolutely would. You lose it. But good for Microsoft for reaching out. Good for Nintendo for definitely giving them. Good for us. Yeah. And then good for us because we win and mm-hmm. suck it, Sony. You know what? <laughs> you know what? What? Because I don't own an Xbox and I do own a Switch. Yeah. If somehow the Game Pass is tied on or yeah. tied into Nintendo Online. Yeah. I'll actually get Nintendo Online. <gasps> Will you I, get I don't the think Game Pass? I really doubt it's going to be tied. Hey, but we don't know Nintendo that yet, Online. though. Will you we get don't. Tetris 99? Absolutely so not. So Tetris 99 is <laughs> no, really stop. just an amazing game. I need you to stop. You I already talked to Britain about thanks, this. Britain. I get it. Yeah, thanks, Britain. There is so much we talked and strength we talk, to it. We talked like 30, 40 minutes about this. Did you hear? Did you listen to last week's episode? No. It was literally a giant fight between us two and Britain. About how he was saying how revolutionary he, it was. He said, he literally said that this can be in the game of the year. Game, he's going to say, he's gonna say discussion for game of the year for Tetris 99. It honestly, <laughs> no, like, I'm not no, saying, I'm not no, saying it's going to be game moving of the year. On, I'm not trying to, moving but, on. <laughs> I will not talk about more of Tetris 99 without Britain being here. Really what do you have to say? It. Shut up. I'm done with you. <laughs> Next. Uh, what 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 do we have left? We don't, uh, we don't have a ton of time left. To kind of finish it off, uh, yeah. I haven't talked about Overwatch in a Sprinkle. long time. <gasps> New hero. It's still going on. Overwatch League started a few yes. weeks ago. Yeah. And then yesterday we got an announcement. New support hero. A new support hero called yeah. Baptiste. Yes. Uh, he's a soldier healer combo with a lot of cool, unique powers. It looks like he has like a grenade launcher. He does. He has a healing grenade uh, bio launcher that heals people. Sick. He has an immortal uh, or yeah, immortal teleporter. So it okay. hovers above you. Okay, cool. And it gives you like invulnerability. Yep. For nice. a certain amount of time. And he's already on the PTR. So nice. in a few weeks he'll be out. I I think here's, here's the problem with support is... Throughout the history of Overwatch, from when it released to now, the support that every single game would have was Mercy. Because Mercy is mainly a healer who literally just connects to you, heals you the entire time. And her revive in the beginning. Oh, the double. Yeah. The double revive. Yeah, the revive revive was... uh, Crucial. Crucial. And even even to this day, even the single revive... um, 
with her like um ult is still really really good yeah um but there hasn't really Anna was okay she was an okay healer Lucio's okay but he doesn't really give you too much it's more of an aoe thing for everyone than single target brigitte kind of changed the game a little bit she, but wasn't too impactful later yeah on. yeah she was kind of more defensive uh support than anything mm-hmm. um zenyatta he's okay uh he doesn't put out as much um so when healing uh, more dps so we need someone to compete against mercy and this is it so when jeff kaplan announced that and he yeah. was, he's talking to everybody uh he basically said that in their playthroughs uh baptiste ended up being the main healer okay on the team because of well, his abilities and what he we'll see do. how that changes over time yeah players really there are gonna be the meta. there are gonna be some adjustments and oh, absolutely and he even said himself that it can be the end to like the the goat uh the goat meta Okay. In Overwatch. Well, so. we will see. Uh, I, I know even even throughout all the changes that Mercy has received from the beginning of the game till now, she's still one of the most played heroes on the entire roster of heroes for Overwatch. Yep. Um, so if anyone's going to dethrone her, this will be uh, this will be the guy. So yep. I'm excited to see. So definitely bring more information. I will, yeah. I I'll know be, you'll I'll be, be watching the Overwatch League a lot. So when he goes live... Um, Kind of fill us in on what you what you've noticed. Do you see more mercy or him? Of course, yeah. Cool. Well, hey, we are uh, coming up towards the end of the episode. Got about five minutes left. Of so, course. do you want to hit us with a question, Zach? I do. Okay, cool. Okay. Killian. So, this is the point of the show where we ask a question um, and then we answer it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, hit us with it. Okay. So, what was the very first uh, video game company to commercially sell a video game? What? Very first video game company to commercially sell a video game. What is that? I, I would I would think Atari. I was going to say Atari. I was also going to say Atari. So you guys are close. We have to get really specific. And if you don't know, you probably won't figure it out. Cool. Then Atari. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, specifically. Okay. Atari. <laughs> <laughs> Got him, Dan. <laughs> Got him. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Pong game from Atari. I don't know the exact the system or the exact name of it um i know it is atari i can give you very specific so i guess in that case we're all wrong <laughs> yeah okay so cool cool you'll find out next week awesome man. okay well i guess we'll find out next week well yeah. hey uh coming up towards the end of the episode hey killian thanks for being here hey thanks for having yeah. me yeah thanks for letting me intro absolutely <laughs> it was great that we're, was really we're good gonna, we're gonna cut it and use it a lot in different places Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and then, hey, don't forget to check us out on the show. Don't forget to uh, check us out. See, you, you can't even say it. On social media. Uh, don't forget to check us out on social media. Twitter, um, Insta- iTunes, yep. uh, Instagram. Uh, do we use Instagram? Uh, we will. We do. Yeah, <laughs> we sometimes use it. We're really bad. You're a photographer. You should be posting Instagram. I know. I all should, but I'm lazy. You know. That's fair enough. All right. You're you're the best lazy photographer. <laughs> um, iTunes, uh, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Check us out Reddit. on all this. What? Yeah, we have a Reddit. Do we have a Reddit? Reddit.com slash r slash video game pharmacy. I feel like I'm the only one who knows about that. Are you subbed? No, I'm not subbed to it. I just know it exists. You should go nobody, You should go. None sub. of you seem to know it. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the one that none made it, but I never, yes. I never post to it. Yeah. yeah. You want to be a mod in our, on our Reddit? You I'll would, be a mod. You would be a first mod? Don't give him that power. Oh, yeah. He keeps on begging for power to be a mod. We'll have to talk about that. There are actually some 
rules on Reddit about moderation of something like uh, our own subreddit. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'd have to do some research. Well, I'm going to break those rules. Killing <laughs> your mod. Thank you. Well, Scott? Yeah. Can I be mod in your chat? Nope. Okay. You will not be mod of my Twitch hey, channel. Hey, and then uh, don't forget to check out Scott on Twitch. Shut up. Twitch.tv slash Charmander04. I'm a loyal viewer. I love him. Yeah. Uh, he's even subscribed. Every time, subscribed. Every time he's hopped on. Yeah. Or you're, on. You're norm- yeah, you're normally on there every single time. Well, hey, and Zach's okay, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, and of course, thank you to NWCC Radio as always for letting us use your studio. We love you guys. Uh, You guys are pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. But anyway, with that being said, from Zach, Dan, Yo, Killian was here. Bye. And I am Scott. And Britton, we'll see you next week. We will see you guys next week. Later, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye. The pharmacy is now closed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.